The Bitcoin Layer is proud to be sponsored by Foundation Devices. Foundation Devices has the beautiful Passport hardware wallet. Make sure you get your Bitcoin into self-custody today. I'm Nick Batia. Welcome back to the Bitcoin Layer, where we analyze Bitcoin through a global macro lens. In today's video, I'm going to explain to you why the market moves over the last few days are so important and what we need to be watching for. Also, stay tuned to the end of the video to find out how this all impacts Bitcoin. Okay, we are going to understand the path to recession in three parts. Now, first, I want to explain to you what curve inversion means. Second, I will explain why the curve uninverting, which is happening right now, is so important. And number three, what the uninversion of the yield curve actually means. Okay, let's start with yield curve inversions. Why do yield curves invert? A yield curve inversion means that longer term yields come down below shorter term yields. So that means in this scenario, the 10 year yield has come down to a level lower than what the two year yield is. Now, what does that actually mean in the market? It means that the expectation for growth and inflation over the next 10 years has actually come down below where the policy rate is today. And that is what the two year yield represents. It represents where the market believes the policy rate will be over the next couple years. Now, in the last year, what we have seen is a deep inversion of the two year 10 year curve that has occurred because because we have inflation, the policy rate has gone up and the expectation of the policy rate has gone up while the rate of change for the global economy has remained muted. So we have a policy rate that has gone up to about 5%. Meanwhile, the expectation of growth and inflation is only around the 4% level. That has led to an inversion of up to 1% between the two-year and 10-year curve. That means a 10-year yield 1% lower than the two-year yield. Now, why does an inverted yield curve forecast recession and a twos tens curve inverted has with 100% success over the last several decades forecasted a recession? Now, why is this the case? It's the case because when the 10-year yield comes down below the two-year yield, the market is saying, we think the policy rate today is too high. The growth expectation in the future does not match where the policy rate is today. Therefore, the policy rate is too high. This has always translated into a recession within one to two to three years. So when we see the curve invert last year, what it tells us is that in a recession is only one to two years away. That puts a recession starting sometime in 2023. Now, is this what we believe will happen? Well, stick around and let's find out. Let's go through the next couple steps and try to understand what is going to happen over the next year. Are we going to get a recession or not? Just like this yield curve is forecasting. So number two, what happens after a curve inverts? Well, it has to uninvert. And that is what is happening right now. We saw the twos tens curve inverted up to 1%. That means negative 100 basis points of curve between twos and tens. 
Right now, that has come back down to only negative 40 basis points. So this is the re-steepening of the curve, and it's actually happening in a bull steepening way, meaning that all yields are falling while the curve is steepening in its shape. Okay, now look at this chart of the twos tens yield curve. You can see that all of last year, the curve became more and more deeply inverted. And all of a sudden in the last two weeks, you have a sharp re-steepening of the curve. So that is what is happening right now. And that is step two. Now step three in terms of understanding this path to recession is why does a yield curve uninvert? Why does it go from negative 100 basis points back to zero and to positive slope again? That only happens, and this is what I have to explain to you guys today, the re-steepening of the yield curve after a deep inversion only happens when interest rate cuts are coming. Why? Because when the two-year yield is higher than the 10-year yield, the market is telling the Fed that the policy rate is too restrictive. It's too high. And how does the curve uninvert? It inverts when the two-year yield comes down. When does the two-year yield come down? When the market is expecting rate cuts. Not a pause, not rate hikes, but rate cuts, actually bringing the policy rate down from where it is today. So right now, we are in the midst of a dramatic re-steepening of the curve. Why is all of this happening? It's happening because interest rate cuts are finally being priced into the market in a real way, in a short time frame. We're not talking about next year's business now. We're talking about a Fed that had its last interest rate hike of the cycle this week, and it forecasted that policy is about to change. Okay, they eliminated the term ongoing increases to the policy rate, and that sets the stage for pause, which sets the stage for cuts. Now, why would the Fed be cutting rates later this year? It's what we talked about, a recession. Go back to step one. An inverted yield curve leads a recession by one to two years. That's what happened last year. Go to step two. A yield curve that uninverts is a yield curve that is steepening. And step three, why does the steepening happen? It happens when cuts are being priced into the market. And why do cuts get priced into the market, guys? It's because a recession is coming. Now, that is what the market is telling you. And the events of the last few days in terms of the steepening of the yield curve is the biggest red flag warning signal to everybody that cuts are on their way. And why would the market be pricing in cuts? It's a recession caused by credit contraction. Now, the credit contraction and the recession that's coming our way, it's coming from three places, okay? Number one, it's coming from the rate hikes themselves that we've had over the past year. So from March to March, the Fed has raised rates 475 basis points. That is tighter policy. It is tighter credit conditions. It makes it more expensive to borrow and it will on the net slow down marginal demand for borrowing, which will slow down the marginal demands for goods and services across the economy. Passport is the Bitcoin hardware wallet you already know how to use. With a gorgeous design and familiar interface, 
Passport makes it easier than ever to self-custody your Bitcoin. No more sitting at your computer and squinting at tiny screens. Passport seamlessly connects to your phone, empowering you to quickly view your balance and move Bitcoin in and out of cold storage. See what best-in-class Bitcoin storage feels like at thebitcoinlayer.com foundation and receive $10 off with a promo code BITCOINLAYER or check it out in the description. Okay, so number one is the level of rate hikes themselves. Number two, quantitative tightening. This is the withdrawal of liquidity from the system by the Fed in terms of letting the reserve balances at banks decline as the holdings of the treasuries by the Fed also declines. Quantitative tightening is a withdrawal of liquidity from the system, and that withdrawal of liquidity from the system is a net negative to credit availability for the rest of the system. Why? Because when the private hands have to purchase treasuries, that means those treasuries are taking dollars away from some other source of credit. Will the U.S. government go a several auctions without actually being able to print its debt? No, that doesn't happen. And so what happens? The money gets taken down by the private hands and that money does not get allocated to other sorts of credit. So again, a contraction in credit. Now the third place that the contraction in credit is coming from stems back to what we have seen in the last two weeks. We've had a failure in three banks in the United States a failure in one of the largest investment banks in the world and one of the largest in Europe, Credit Suisse. And so with these four bank failures and a refusal from the central banks to come in and rapidly shift policy back to the easing form, what the markets are deciding is that the central banks are not ready to accommodate yet. And that means confidence at the banking level in terms of issuing credit is going to decline and all of that again comes back to credit contraction and a lack of willingness to borrow and spend in the economy that will slow down the economy more broadly speaking. Now what does it all mean for Bitcoin? Let's bring it back home. The credit contraction will eventually lead to a recessionary environment. The recessionary environment will bring back the Federal Reserve to the easing side of things. And one thing that people laugh at, but we have to remember, is that the Fed does actually admit that it raises rates so that it can cut them. And it sounds funny, but it's true. And when the Fed wants to get to 5% rates, it's because they don't want to cut to zero next time. They'd rather cut to 2.5%. And so the Fed getting rates up here to 5% tells me that in the next cycle, they'll bring them back down to 2%. They will also have to eventually stop quantitative tightening because of the withdrawal in liquidity that it's causing on the system. Now, why will asset prices respond positively to this in the future in terms of Bitcoin? Because Bitcoin is correlated with global liquidity. But at the same time, in a credit contraction, stocks generally perform poorly. And so with Bitcoin's high correlation to the stock market over the last year, it is too early to say that Bitcoin is going to respond really well over the next 12 months to an increase in liquidity from the Fed, when in the interim, we know that historically stocks suffer 
during times of credit contraction. Now, the one important thing to remember about this cross-asset correlation is that right now, the relationship between Bitcoin and stocks is in marginal decline. The correlation is declining a little bit. And that is a positive news for Bitcoin in terms of it being able to survive a stock market bear market in a credit contraction scenario. So that is my outlook, and it is a material shift away from what we've been thinking about for the last several months. The steepening of the yield curve is a big, big alarm, guys, and I want you guys to pay attention to how this curve continues to steepen. Does it signal rate cuts, and do the rate cuts that are being signaled by the market translate to a recession that has potentially already started with the collapse of these four banks? Thanks for sticking with me today at the Bitcoin layer. We appreciate your time. Definitely make sure to check out our Substack at thebitcoinlayer.com slash subscribe. We deliver all of our best research and analysis to you real time. The Bitcoin layer is proud to be sponsored by Foundation Devices. Go check out Foundation's beautiful new passport. This is a Bitcoin hardware wallet that is the easiest hardware wallet to use in the industry. It has a beautiful interface. It's open source. They have a great concierge service to get you set up. I know it can be a little intimidating to try to take Bitcoin into self-custody, but Foundation is there to hold your hand every step of the way. Go check out the passport and make sure you use Bitcoin Layer as your promo code for $10 off. 